I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Yes, who can say where the road goes? Where the day yet... flows. <laughs> Only time. <laughs> Copyright, Enya. Circuit A 2001, which is where we are today, so that's fun. Wouldn't you all just like to sail away, sail away, sail away? <laughs> May it be an evening star shines down. Oh, Peter Jackson is just like creaming himself right now. And... Oh, goodness, goodness. Oh, well, how's everybody doing? Yeah, because we're, everybody we're, okay. we're clearly doing, we're, we're somewhere today. We just had some uh, fun tech, is- tech issues for the last like hour. It's been a, a good time. See, we're so committed to all of you that we went through that for you, our yes. listeners. It was pretty traumatic. I mean, it was I, intense. I'm calling my therapist right now, and we're gonna work through it. And, I am uh, too. I've uh, I'm popping pills like they're Tic Tacs. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Just trying to get through the day, you know. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. We're heading back onto the open road with our uh, in our mind machines, right? Because we're not mm-hmm. actually there because we're responsible people. But we're, we're, yes, <laughs> yes, we're not taking our road trips. No, not stopping at some little uh, tourist trap on the road just so we can infect oh. everybody there and get oh, killed by some guy no. in a mask, right? No, thank you. No. <laughs> will trips ever come back or or will this entire month be like obsolete in like 10 years? They'll they'll just be like, people used to get in cars and just drive and stay in a thing called a motel? What? <laughs> like... <laughs> It's a yeah, a little little piece of uh, American uh, vintage memory there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and uh, you know, I think we decided last week we're driving around in our green mystery van, right? Our That's mystery machine. Right. And fortunately, this van also happens to be a time machine. <gasps> so we're gonna we're gonna take a little little trip here. And uh, you know, we took a poll just now and asked like, where do people think we should go? And the results are in, and they say the Millennium. <laughs> I don't think anyone asked for that, Kevin. <laughs> no one, no one well, I did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so we're going back like five years, right? And then I was like, oh, right. Joyride's 20 years old, pretty much. 20 so. years old, almost. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's getting there. 19, yeah. right? I guess it's 2001. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you know, when you see, you know when you see the name Lily Sobieski that uh, we're taking a little <laughs> trip back, right? <laughs> Either that. That or there's a live poetry reading tonight somewhere. (laughs) I um I implore everyone to go onto you on YouTube and search Mm -hmm. for Lily Sobieski nine eleven poem, and you will not be disappointed. I'm pretty sure it's what killed her career. I'm not exactly sure. But I mm-hmm. think it helped. Uh, she was on like Letterman or Leno, maybe. It was right after nine eleven, and she. Oh no! And she came out with this poem that she wrote, and uh, 
you know, I'm just going to say it. I don't understand poetry. Um, mm-hmm. People that are like, oh, by the way, I'm a poet. I'm like, yeah, and I'm out. I just I don't I don't like it. It bug, bugs me. It always just seems so pretentious. It's yeah. There's some pretension there for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I can never understand what the fuck they're talking about most of the time. It's it's just like night, dark, slumber. Not I. I'm like what the just just say it's night and I can't sleep. Why do you need to right, be or, so dramatic? Put this in music at least. You know something like uh. Mock. Like a nice yeah yeah a, yeah like, bird like, yeah a nice tambourine would be great yeah. you know something yeah. maybe yeah. place some symbols or some blocks I don't know yeah. pull out your flute Alanis come on yeah. do something, something here you know but thank when, India just, or something like, yeah when you just stand there with a microphone and just say words that don't even connect I'm sorry right. that's not deep you're just uh, no. you're w- wasting my time just leave so um. Yeah, that's my spiel on poetry and uh, Lily Sobieski. And I, I would like to know where, where, where she is now. I've gotten some leads, but I'm not sure if mm-hmm. they're accurate or not. So I'm, I'm going to preface that with allegedly she is a, um, a dominatrix high price hooker. That's what I've heard. That tracks. Yeah. And that's a rumor, but I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> no one's talking about it. Who are we? No kidding? one's talking about We're it. We're the no only talking people it. talking about Lily Sobieski right now. <laughs> oh god, oh god. Which is a shame because I enjoy her very much. So I do too. And, I do too. Yeah. It's like her name comes up every once in a while for like eyes wide shut, but that's about like on, oh, the ma- yeah. on a macro level, people don't really talk about her too much. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, oh, I love her in the formative classic Never Been Kissed. Yes, I love her uh-huh. so much in that because she gets yeah. to sing uh, "Free to Be y- You and Me" in the car, oh, and yeah. that makes me happy. I like that. The and that sad song, the sad moment near the end where she's like dancing with guy, and oh, they're gonna the pour dog the dog food, food on her, oh. and like the carry moment, and it has it's the, the, so the, sad. the Smith song. I, I think, think it is the Smiths. Yeah, it's like please yeah. give me what I want. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> It's such a good movie. That is an underappreciated film there. It is. It's I don't know why really more people don't talk about it. Because it's, it's like peak Drew Barrymore and mm-hmm. it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. And then The Glass House, which actually I just rewatched about a few years ago. And I didn't really like it that much when it was first out because I was like, it's PG-13. It's kind of bland, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but I rewatched it and I was like, this isn't really that bad. It's kind of got some I've been meaning to rewatch that. Okay. I'm going to have it's, to check that out. I think it's worth it. I think. Okay. I think that's from the same year as the one we're talking about today. It might have been. Uh, Yeah, it was either 2001 or 2. 2000. Something like that. Yeah. Glass House 2001. Yeah, 2001. Oh, it was 2001. Okay. Interesting. Big year for Lily. Yeah. Big year. Yeah. Good for for her. Big year for the the country as well for other reasons, which we'll get into. But, you know, it's, uh, it was a just insane year here. Um, what is the film we're talking about today? Joyride. Joyride. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like fun. It's really not. I mean, it it's, is, but not for the characters. No, no. It's a joy for us. Um, yeah. To, yeah. To, to to a large degree. Yeah. But uh, there's characters suspense. not so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's. I would not want to be on this ride if I was them. No. 
but okay. Death Ride, right? Yeah. Terror Ride. Terror Ride. <laughs> Part two. The Terror Ring. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen um, what, that Dark Ride movie? Oh, I haven't seen that in years. I haven't. I don't remember anything about it, but... I don't either. I like the baby mask thing or whatever, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was about... That's yeah. all I remember. <laughs> Me too. Which this can't a be a good a good sign, right? I don't think that's good. If that's like, well, right, if that's all cool. you remember, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess that was a uh, pretty cool. Um, the, the the cover was neat. Um, yeah, I liked that they shot on film and yeah. there were sounds in it. Like it's it's not really much right. I can remember. There was some other the Watcher from two thousand. I think has Keanu Reeves in it. Where he's like the remember... strangler guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything God, about the movie. But I, just remember I don't either. The cover was like very. Uh, distinctive, and I remember seeing it all the time. But yeah, I know I saw it, and once again, cannot remember anything about it. No, it's one of those. Was uh, it like Marissa Tomei too? That was in that or that something. That sounds right. Man, they wasted some yes, talent. Yes, Marissa in that Tomei. Movie. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Man. I don't. I yeah. think I always got it confused with the Bone Collector. Maybe it was like around the same time oh, yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh huh. Also can't yeah, recall much within about a couple that years one either. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, there, there was some all those like movies then. It was. It's uh, yeah. The sort of the turn of the century here were kind of kind of uninspired time for horror here, where yeah. you know it, we're kind of wrapping up the '90s teen horror kind of uh, phase here, and uh, I don't know kind of starting that kind of ghosty phase a little bit but that hasn't really totally boomed you know because we got what lies beneath in 2000 but then Uh, we didn't get the ring until 2002 2002, yeah i guess the gift was in there too but that one wasn't super popular no Um, it wasn't yeah it seems like what lies beneath was probably the biggest one of this sort of transitional phase yeah Um, but it was also kind of the best one if we're being completely frank (laughs) it actually was a good film um I guess I, the yeah, Sixth Sense counts thing. as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that was 99. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Others was in there at some point, too. Like, was that oh, 2001, yeah, 2001 yeah. maybe, or something? Yeah. yeah. So around this time period. So, so yeah, I, I guess the ghosts were kind of starting to take off. Yeah. The ghosty stuff. Slowly. Yeah. 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 And that didn't last very long, because Mm-mm. by 2003, we were into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the stuff. torture and, uh, porn slash remake era. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was either yeah. torture porn or remakes. That's really all there was at the box office. Right. And yeah, it, not a super inspired time for like pop culture in general for like 2000, 2001 here, you know. Yeah. It, the the boy bands and were still kind of big and the Britneys and the Christinas and the music side of things and everything kind of had that like I don't know 21st century sheen to it and everyone was really excited but it was all kind of hollow and really lighthearted, mm-hmm. fun stuff um yeah yeah and uh the, the internet boom was a big thing of course you know we're spending so many hours on aol chat rooms and talking to strangers and, uh, oh that was so much fun there's that time to be alive Aww. yeah <laughs> oh man that has taken me back mm-hmm. yeah and then i guess in the horror side of things you know uh were immediately post-Columbine as well, so a lot of the, the chopping up and the editing of violence left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, which, this this film has some moments. Not not a ton, though, where it gets really graphic. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty classy. It's yeah. it, it kind of Im- implies a lot of the uh, dicier stuff. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's just like trying to think back on this time. It was like I I can remember this movie and um, what lies beneath of of, of course like Valentine. Mm-hmm. I guess it was that was like two thousand one, right? Two thousand one, yeah. Jeepers and, Creepers. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. That's right. And um, what there was like Urban Legends Final Cut. I mean. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Or was that I think 2000? I don't remember anything yeah. anymore. I think the first Urban Legend came out in 2000, so that's kind of around I, this area. I thought that was like 98, right? Wasn't Urban Legend like 98? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. I mean uh, Final Destination is what I'm thinking of. Oh, Final, Final Destination. Yeah. Yes, that yes. was yes. – that's right. Shit. Yeah, okay. So maybe it's not yeah. as bad as I thought it was, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I did because I don't think there was a ton going on in the year 2000, but it seems like 2001, really? there were a couple things that were pretty yeah. good there. Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of a weird transition time for horror where it didn't really seem to know what was going on. I think that tends to happen at the end of decades period mm-hmm. where it's like, we're, we want something new. We don't know what's coming up. And we've seen that kind of recently, too. Although it, okay, now yeah. it's just everything is just crazy with you know <laughs> coronavirus. We don't death. know if we want to wear a mask. Right. That's the main question this year. <laughs> That's the, the question on everyone's mind. Should I wear a mask? Well, the CDC says I should, but my, like, hick cousin's brother's uncle says that I probably shouldn't, so I don't know. He made it to seventh grade. He knows what's up. So <laughs> He knows his shit, yeah. I'm gonna throw away this little mask. That's not gonna help me. <laughs> Let's go to the buffet, Cletus. You know, they say it's all you can eat. Um, and they mean it. Oh, boy, do but, they. Cause I've but they don't say... <laughs> They don't say all you can eat here, so right. <laughs> that's why you bring your little baggies with you and uh, take it back to your trailer afterwards and oh, have a good time. Yeah. Oh, that is against the law. <laughs> They're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> but they can't do that anymore. And you know what? Like, I don't think it's a great loss that we're gonna lose buffets. But every now and then, like, if I was really feeling kind of trashy, I was like, you know where I want to go? Golden Corral. And I, I would go, and I would have a. <laughs> Good old time. <laughs> this is like how Chris got his groove back, right? He goes to a, a nice buffet. It's a very inspiring story. <laughs> I was Jason down. Bloom, come on. I went to a Golden Corral. <laughs> it doesn't take much for me. Nope. It's We're horrible. keeping it relatable here, folks. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's a story for real people. Real people uh-huh. in the world. Yeah. Not you might these, say it's a little... You know, elitist liberal people with their <laughs> you know small portions and stuff of he- yeah. healthy food yeah yeah brought to you by the crew of tiger king right <laughs> yes yes <laughs> co-starring carol baskin <laughs> hey all you cool cats and kittens <laughs> i'm sorry i loved that show it was so it trashy was, and stupid you i know, just loved it it was exactly what we needed it was. For that time period, you know? Damn people it. are going to look I... back at that and be like, that's what we needed to get us through that little hump at the beginning of the corona era. Yeah, it was... This is like, everybody's like, oh, I could only watch four minutes. I had to turn it off. Everyone was so trashy and mean and just and just <laughs> disgusting. I'm like, oh, come on. It was beautiful. Right. There's there's worse stuff than that on TV, so you know? worse. It's, it's... And at least it had some gay shit, so that was fun. It did. I mean, I think yeah. they were, like, paid with drugs to be gay. But you know I, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gay is gay. <laughs> gay is gay. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this fucking year. I'm just done already. <laughs> I, I, I give up. I give up. I, I, 
Take me back to 2001 where nothing was ha- happening. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> just like S Club 7. They had a TV show. Remember that? And, oh, God, simpler times. The A-teens. Oh, Gilmore Girls was still on, Gilmore on Girls. the air. And they were just yeah. talking nonstop about nothing. I mean, just oh, God. brilliant programming. <laughs> simpler <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Wow. You know, you never know what you have until it's gone. And I right. never thought I, I would be like, 2001, man. That was, <laughs> that was a golden year. A golden year. Oh, that was also when we get like classics like Fear.com in the beginning of the internet horror boom. Oh, so that was a thing, too. Okay, so. What a classic time period. It yeah. came out of that. And then MichaelMyers.com in 2002. <laughs> oh, and now in in their defense, they did change the name. They realized they that was just ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Unlike everything else about the movie, like <sighs> Tyra Banks getting her cappuccino or something. And uh, yeah. And that's like the best part of the movie. <laughs> I wish we saw her death scene. Like, I want to see. You've never, she gets killed. never seen it. Is it on YouTube? I, I feel it like it's is. out there. I haven't seen it. it. I'll do, I'll, after we get done with this, I'll go. Watch and it here's my thing: I actually support her performance in that in that movie. I don't think she's really that bad, but yeah, I can see why her death scene was cut because she's fucking terrible in it. It's hilarious. <laughs> she wasn't she's doing like, enough smizing, I guess. Yeah, she, she's like Freddie. Freddie, is that you? Oh. Uh, oh, like it's like the worst, like screams of horror. It's so great. Uh, and then I was like, yeah. I almost wish they kept it in there because, <laughs> you know, it would kind of fit with the rest of the movie. I remember that movie had like an awful final girl too, like really boring and kind of kind of whiny, just kind of like yeah. uh, not really a, perfect for two two thousand one two thousand two. Just kind of bland. Nah, nah. She fit right in. She did. This, yeah, this whole period is kind of just bland. Like this, this yeah. other than like a couple, like the one we're talking about today, which I think actually was a nice little gem in the it in was. the rough here. It definitely was. And it's interesting that this movie came out like really right on the after in, in the aftermath of nine eleven, like within a mm. month, less than a month. I think I saw. Oh God! And so like. And I think it it performed like fairly well at the box office. I was trying to remember. Um, it okay. It made thirty seven million against a twenty three million dollar budget, which is not amazing. But like considering how like probably done with horror people were like at this point, you know, it's like yeah, kind of it, surprising. It performed yeah. pretty decently, and then it didn't really ever get a sequel. I mean, it got the directed DVD sequels, which whatever. Oh, yeah, but like, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't get a theatrical sequel because you know we'll talk about the ending, but it kind of leaves um that open but it does yeah i mean it was i guess it was what they called a sleeper you know it was like it yeah didn't, that's true that's true no one really seemed to expect much and i guess it performed as they were expecting you know it just sort of yeah kind of came and went fairly quickly and, and no one really talks about it much which is kind of surprising because it's it is pretty strong actually and i don't know, remember as like a 12 13 year old kid i remember it was a I mean, all my friends wanted to see it. You know, it was mm-hmm. everybody talked about it, especially that last scene. It's like it was a a big thing, and uh, so it's kind of surprising that it's sort of 
not fallen into obscurity because actually we have had a lot of people contact us and be like, are you going to cover true. Joyride? Yeah. So, there guess... have been like four or five that are like, hey, so yeah. I know you're doing this like road thing. Uh, what about Joyride? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, so you white, little... <laughs> <laughs> just you white, Henry Higgins. Just you white, Henry Higgins. Just you, God. <sighs> Keeping it, oh, keeping it, keeping our references fresh here, right? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty relevant. Everyone's like, hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, there's those uh, theater nerds again, just uh, <laughs> spouting off some nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I, it seems like it's pretty well known in, like, horror circles for the most part. Yeah. People still kind of talk about it a bit. I mean, and if it got the direct-to-DVD sequels like it must have some kind of a cult fan base right i mean yeah just... it's, it's, it seems like something's there yeah yeah mm. i mean they have to keep making them for some reason i yeah. mean i don't know why else they would um yeah and it, it, it has some of the like trademark qualities of this era um you know it still has the big 90s young adult cast it still has the kind of fast jump cut editing and the, the music score by Marco Beltrami, who, of course, mm-hmm. did Scream and The Faculty. And, you know, we've talked about him before, just the very bombastic yeah. kind of in-your-face score. And uh, although I, I feel like he's a little more restrained at times in this, at least in the beginning. I Later, pers- it goes a little over the top. I think this is probably some of his best work, actually. Yeah. It's it's because yeah. it's pretty ex- exciting. It's it's yeah, it is. Yeah. It just it pumps you up. It just yeah. get get you in that mood you know and the soundtrack is so good when they're just kind of driving on the road there and they got all these mm-hmm. great like 90s tunes and they're just it, it just makes you very evocative it's very evocative of actually being on a road trip and i really mm-hmm. appreciate that a lot yeah 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 it, it, it's it's a good one um it doesn't have like the as much of the quippy kind of dialogue that like the scream era stuff did but no, it's, it plays it pretty straight yeah, yeah. Which was kind of refreshing for that time period, you know, because everything it, it was, was so meta by that point. In 2001, I think it was like, we kind of hit the fan with where where this is going to go, you know? Yeah, like, you know, see Valentine. I mean, that they see Valentine. were like, yeah, we don't really need that uh, anymore. Nope. And nope. nobody nobody really went to go see it, except for me. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was a, a I scream. think I saw it twice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It's underrated, folks. Like, it go is. back and revisit Valentine. We, we might have to cover Valentine for I'm Valentine's so Day or game. something. I am so yeah. game for that because that movie it's is gotta... really – and it is held up very well. I was very yeah. surprised. Like, the, the final reveal still kind of sucks, but, like, the I yeah. love the cast of women. And actually, you know, I would argue those women seem to care about each other more than Sorority Row. Oh, um, God, yeah. It's like, yeah, because yeah. you, you have the Denise – Richard's character and she and she's like the sort of slutty bitch but she's not really like a bitch to her friends she's just like she's a bitch to guys that are trying to get into her pants and she doesn't want them to it's like that's not really a bitch that's being like strong (laughs) you know it's not yeah yeah so I thought there's a moment there where she she like tells off a police officer who's like trying to get with her and I'm like oh he's so gross like yeah that's a great moment yeah yeah fantastic Underrated for sure, very much so. Yeah the the joy uh, what the joyride joyride just joyride just share you know uh, <laughs> the joyride the joyride um, <laughs> the joyride starts Friday started <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> 
thrust your engines. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that a thrust? I don't think it's the word. Thrust, well, you know what? We're, <laughs> you started it. You're going to keep going with it. You, I'm dead. <laughs> Anakin, you're going down a path I cannot follow. Yes, it's a, it's a thing. The, the Joyride was directed by John Dahl. Who the, is, John uh, the John Dahl. The John The second Esquire, right? And yes. uh, who is mostly known for, like, kind of neo-noir type stuff. You know, he had done, like, The Last Seduction and oh, that Unforgettable. Oh, that movie That movie's so I have good. not... I don't know if I've actually seen it. I need to oh, go check it out. Oh, it's so it, it's good. It's been on my list for a long time because, you know, I've been on an erotic thriller kick. So I'm going to... Maybe after this, oh, I'm going to watch that now. you would love it. It's so okay, great. Good. good. Um, And then he did Rounders, which was that weird, like gambling movie with matt damon weinstein uh, movie yeah yeah like, kind of that, boring that fucking trailer was on every miramax release for like years mm-hmm. i swear yeah it was like coming soon to video cassette rounders i'm like this, rounders this so boring i'm like what is this about i don't even know he just, he just like, still don't know the whole time like i, I, I went <laughs> i actually like went and watched it a couple years ago because i was like okay everybody like, like you said, it, it was everywhere for a while. And I'm like, okay, let's see how, if this holds up. And I'm like, it, it's just boring. <laughs> like, he's just playing poker. And I'm like, I don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, It's one of those things I was like, I don't think I need to see this. Uh, No, like, I'm good. After after one time, I was like, I'm, I, I threw out the DVD and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> um, He's <laughs> done a lot of, like, a lot of, like, TV directing as well. Um, But yeah, not a, not a ton of film stuff as of late. Uh. And Joyride was the jo- sorry the Joyride, the Joyride. Um, was written co-written by Clay Tarver who has done a lot of work with like Mike Judge, and then of course motherfucking J.J. Abrams right Mm-hmm. yeah, which uh, everybody knows who J.J. Abrams is right it, somewhat infamously think. by now but he it, be- before he got into like Star Trek and Star Wars and Star farts i don't everything with a star (laughs) everything with a star he's like if it's got a star in the name it's got my name on it let's put jj abrams on it yeah (laughs) i'm surprised he didn't do a star is born i mean stars got a thing with stars like hey is that that's it says star that means it's for me we better call the call that jj abrams and uh get him on the phone he knows about his stars yes and uh but I, I guess Lady Gaga had a feud with him, so they couldn't do that. That, that was, sounds about right. That so. sounds about right. We'll go with that. She's very temperamental. She, she is. I don't actually really know anything ab- about her. I'm a really, really bad gay. But you know what? That's that's okay with me. I don't follow, like, her personal life. Like, I, I mean, I've, I've listened to enough of her music to, I guess, have an opinion about it. But that's about, you know? Yeah. Um, I think my opinion is girl can sing. Yay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not really my thing though. I was still I don't know. She's fine. Yeah. I I don't get like too like diva stanny usually in general. There's a couple yeah. of people, but um Yeah. Like I uh, I'll stand Alanis Morissette. There we go. But, there you go. That's um, not bad. That's, yeah. I, I think that's a good that's a good one to stand. Yeah. Yeah, because she was kind of grungy and alternative and not quite as like I don't know. Uh the 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 I don't yeah, know what's a word for it? Like a grand, grand. No. Yeah, like yeah. she's uh, more like relatable and kind of down to earth, you know. Yeah, and she'll go down on you in a theater, which who doesn't want that? I mean, right? come it's... on, that's like one of my requirements. Yeah, like 
if you want to be my lover, you got to go down you on the theater. Like that's, <laughs> I thought that's like what everybody thinks. I don't know. You know. Those were the alternate lyrics. Yeah. 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 That those were not approved, but they... we didn't even mention we didn't mention <laughs> Spice draft. Girls. Yeah, they were a big thing around this time period. I guess they were starting to go on. I don't know when they broke up, but I mean, Spice World didn't help. I don't think. <laughs> no, no. And then one of them, I think, left, and yeah. <laughs> We're bad gays. We- <laughs> this is really, they're like, this is shameful. We're yeah. turning this off right now. We should know, like, all the history of Spice Girls and uh, Lady Gaga and everything else. Uh, but, oh well. They broke up in 1998, January 2nd, and this is how you should, it's like, calm down, girl. Like, it's, it's fine. Right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, you know, before Abrams, you know, took off with, uh, what's that? What's that movie he did in 2011 that was like what's uh, the, um, I, I, Super Eight? Was that the Super one? Eight? Yeah, yeah. I think Abrams had mostly done like TV stuff, um, mm-hmm. and of course he created Felicity on the WB, uh, which is a weird kind of uh, career there. Yeah, um, she got that haircut, and I was like, not watching it anymore. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined. This is this is the limit. <laughs> Unless he's, she's getting getting the Rachel cut. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Slap a wig on that hussy. She doesn't look right. <laughs> um, I can't believe that yeah, was it, a thing. <laughs> That was a big thing, right? Oh, man. <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch this because she got a haircut. Because <laughs> she got a haircut. And then if I remember right, I didn't really watch Felicity much, but I've heard that, like, in the last either. season, there's some, like, time travel shit, which sounds very J.J. Abrams-y. Okay, now that I would yeah. believe. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. And uh, kind of telling that, again, this film was written by somebody from the WB at the time which kind of plays into this uh, era as well uh, with all the stars from the WB and the writers. Because at the same time, um, Kevin Williamson was doing stuff with Dawson's Creek and Joss Whedon was doing Buffy and Ryan Murphy was doing that popular show. So a lot of like big names kind of came out of this era, which is interesting. I also noticed, did you see this? That, And I'm sure you've been compared to this person before, but like one of the producers is Chris Moore. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so when I first watched this in theaters, uh, it was with my mom and her best friend and her daughter, and his name came up, and we all laughed. We thought, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's so, my name. And I was like, it's, his name is my name, too. And, yeah. Uh, and I had a big laugh about that. And then, like, his name showed back up again on that, like, Project Greenlight thing, and I guess mm-hmm. he's, like, good friends with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and that whole crew. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't really know much about him. Um, but that's why I changed my name to Christopher Wesley Moore because I was like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want like my half-ass dog and pony shows being compared with his since he has like <laughs> money <laughs> and I don't. He's like, I didn't make this thousand dollar piece of shit like this. That's not my my work. <laughs> So I was like, maybe I should change my name. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing lately. Yeah, besides, like like you said, he did, like, Project Green Greenlight. I'm not seeing yeah. a whole lot on his... Uh, oh, he produced Manchester by the Sea, which I guess makes sense, because oh. you said he was with the, that group. Um, oh, yeah. The Athletes. Whatever. 
Yeah. The Afflecks, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, which I guess Casey's like canceled. I don't know about Ben. I don't really yeah. pay attention to this anymore. Yeah, it's, I don't know it's hard what to keep track. Ben's doing. I've I only really ever liked him in Gone Girl. I. That was a good why. one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that maybe was a he's surprise. just playing himself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just never really, I don't know. There's like something about him I never got into. Yeah. He's, he's okay in the Kevin Smith movies, but in general, yeah. he's, uh, oh yeah. He's, yeah. He kind of takes himself a little too seriously nowadays and yeah. I'm Batman and you know, whatever. But like um, what, what was the one that he like, like that just came out before corona that was like this is a serious movie where he's playing an alcoholic because there's a shot in the trailer where he's drinking a beer in the shower <laughs> right right it was like such God. obvious like oscar bait i just i i had to yeah. laugh i was like yeah. oh yeah. no and then corona came and like nobody saw it and i was like oh i kind of kind of feel yeah. bad now because <laughs> I yeah. love a good o- Oscar Oscar bait film because they mostly God, they yeah. just kind of make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, and you can always tell by the trailer, like you said, it's yeah. it's so obvious. Yeah, it's a very Im- Im- important film. All those mo- and then they have like a moment in the spotlight, and then everybody forgets about them like ten years. Yeah, later. Like, I'm like so actually more this... like like two years later. Yeah, yeah. Like if you ask me what actually won the Oscar, like six years ago i'd be like i don't fucking know i mean i don't yeah you know they just they don't really fucking, have a lot okay, of bird man pa- who the fuck watches oh, bird man oh, anymore God. you, you know? know speaking of po- poetry you know that's what it felt like it, it was like some pretentious yeah. little thing i mean wa- wonderfully shot great cast but i it didn't make me feel a damn thing me neither like i, com- I i've completely forgotten pretty much everything about that movie it's just it had yeah. no impact on me whatsoever it and yet really it didn't. won like best picture Ooh, it's like, i don't ugh, understand fucking hollywood it's so annoying yeah should we talk about what we've watched this week i guess i what? guess you could edit oh yeah the I beginning guess. down or should we um i don't know yeah, we... uh, <laughs> I, I haven't really watched but i've just watched the uh the new unsolved mysteries on netflix which okay. was good it was How actually was good okay it was surprisingly cool. strong um yeah. i missed it like there's like because it's just like one case per episode now which it makes mm-hmm. sense i guess but i kind of liked you know the the like multi-case format and like the whole host yeah. thing but no one can really compare it to stack so i'm like eh, whatever right um, right but I liked it. And Is then there a I, host at um, all? No, no, there's no host. Okay. It's just, it's it's kind of, it's 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 a bit more dry than the original show. But, um, okay. and uh, then I rewatched the original Last House on the Left last night, and I don't know what mm-hmm. possessed me to, because uh, you know it's yeah. a dark kind of a movie, and I don't know like it's why a, yeah, I dark. watched it. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I should be depressed tonight. <laughs> And I hadn't seen it in like my god, like probably over twenty years. I mean, I I, yeah, had some clips I haven't seen it forever over the years, but all the way through, yeah. I haven't watched it uh, in, in a long time. And so I did, and and uh, I was kind of impressed because it it sort hmm. of there's some parts that are really powerful, and then there are some parts <laughs> that are uh, not <laughs> and, uh, like. The fucking yeah. cops. There are these two cops, and 
it's like every time the the movie's like starting to get like way too dark, they cut to the cops and they're like these like Barney Fife types and there's like this 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 weird music and and it's like and they're <laughs> and they're just like Cletus where'd you park that car I don't know sheriff I we need to find this car together and I'm like what the fuck is this like I get that right. you need to like lighten the film up a bit because it's you know super dark but was that the only way it's like come on Wes like this is right. weird and um. But then, like, I found myself crying, and I was like, why am I crying? Because um, I didn't cry when I first watched it. I was just kind of horrified. Um, right. But this time, like, I was actually kind of weirdly moved by the film, and I was strange. I was like, this is an odd reaction. He's always been so good at that. Yeah, just making yeah. these sort of affecting characters and people you care about. And yeah. Not too many people are... are good at that especially in the horror no. world of making you like believe um like today like I, I would say mike flanagan is one of the rare ones today that can definitely pull that off pretty definitely. well but um yeah he kind of seems like yeah. he's sort of wes craven's heir in some ways i his, think so i think so his films give me that same feeling because you know craven wasn't like very st- stylish and Flanagan's mm-hmm, Th- mm-hmm. not really stylish either in the sense that he doesn't right. sort of draw attention to the process. It's about the characters. Right. Um, so they both kind of kind have that style where they, they, they kind of change their style to, to sort of suit the story. Right. Uh, which I kind of like. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I revisited so, yeah, Oculus worst. the other day, and it, it oh, holds yeah. up really very well. It's a really, a really strong. I little liked that movie. Tale, yeah. I, um, I like the brother sister dynamics a lot, and um, a lot of good sort of. Um, I like any movie that has like a nice built-in like mythology, and they do. Mm-hmm. It's a little in your face because they're like going through like the entire history of the mirror and everything, but oh, um, yeah. I dig it though, and uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, you know, you know, one that did that from the, the period that we're talking about right now, um, 13 Ghosts. That movie <gasps> had like that huge ghosts. mythology. It just came out of Blu-ray in like a collector's Shit. edition thing. Yeah. I need to get that because I haven't seen it probably since it first came out. And I don't remember a whole lot about it except the ghosts were really cool and mm-hmm. Miss Honey got squished by like the glass or something i didn't like yeah that, that was the that thing was rude. yeah yeah it was rude to miss hu- I honey <laughs> she deserved more right it's very rude <laughs> yeah i watched it a couple years ago i did it's a uh, had like matthew you know matthew lillard and shannon elizabeth mm. who another name that you never oh, really see shannon. outside of the 90s here and that really so beautiful but yeah uh but yeah it, it's a, it's a fun one and uh um it does it turn let's see what what year did it, it came out in 2001 i think it was 2001 right yeah i think it was yeah, cause yeah 2001. house on haunted was 99 and then i guess right. they spent 2000 shooting 13 ghosts and it came out i think i think uh it was october yeah because the, i think the plan yep. was to come out with one every october and that works for like a year or two maybe and then they started to right like scat, yeah. scatter them out because i think house of wax came out in like may Right, so yeah, the Thirteen Ghosts came out the same month as um, Joyride, so that's a fun little connection. Oh my god, what a double feature! Uh, 
I know, I know. And then I finally watched Slaughter High, so you'll be proud of me. <gasps> oh, you did? Yeah, oh, it was fun. Okay, good, good, okay. Cause yeah, I like the I know the, it could be a little jester. polarizing. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I like the jester a lot, and some of those kills are really fun with the acid. And... Yeah, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like, how did the acid no, get in the bathtub? But in... <laughs> yeah. That, the but first... Still. The, like one of the first kills is like really fucking nasty with like where he drinks yeah. the acid and it just like comes oh, yeah. out of his stomach and it's like Ugh. oh it's yeah. so gross it's so great yeah because i'm not I i'm not it. as big of a, a slasher stan like as you i still enjoy them so like i'm always yeah. like give me the like the weird ones because i like those the most you know the ones yeah, that, that are... this one's pretty weird yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah awful. yeah like the ending is really bizarre i don't like i still yeah, don't really know yeah. what happened <laughs> yeah, yeah i enjoy it yeah it's, it's a good time it's a good time cool okay uh I, I guess that's the end of the episode here folks uh i mean it might as well be <laughs> thank you for listening to us thank talk you about for joyride for three minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it, I mean, where where the hell do we even start with Joyride, right? I say that every episode, but well, it's, you it's, know, uh, Paul Walker uh, plays Paul Walker, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. plays Lewis, and mm-hmm. and uh, he purchases a car to pick up his not really girlfriend. Sort of like I don't know, like if they're like, did they meet on like an AOL chat room? Like I'm not really sure how they met. Um I, th- I think okay, the, the wiki synopsis said they were childhood friends. I don't know if they ever come oh. out and say that in the movie, but I guess that's was a thing. Yeah, they don't really talk yeah. about much. Uh but yeah, and and her I name did... is Venna. Played Venna. by yes, yes, yes. Lily Sobieski of of course. Right. And she lives Who in Col- about Colorado. Us. And uh, mm-hmm. she's in co- in co- college. She's a college girl. Yeah. And so he's yeah. going to go pick, pick her up, I guess, so that their relationship can bloom because she just right. dumped her boyfriend. And so, you know, he's, he kind of sees a little opportunity there. And mm-hmm. he gets this car, and then he gets a call that his brother, Fuller, played by Steve Zahn, is right. in jail. So he has to go and uh, bail him out. Mm-hmm. And so they go on this little road trip together, and for some reason, I don't know why, um, Fuller decides to get him a CB radio. So they start to play on this radio, and they contact a guy named Rustinail, and mm-hmm. uh, and they pretend to be a girl named Candy Cane. Candy who's Cane. L- <laughs> Candy Cane, who's looking for some action, and... Uh, yeah. And then, you know, things kind of escalate from there because they stop at this motel and there's this douchebag guy who um, is in the room next to them. And they tell Rusty Nail that that's where they are. That's where Candy Cane is. So mm-hmm. Rus- Rusty Nail shows up in the dark of night. It's a dark and stormy night. And in the dark uh, of the night, yeah. things don't go well. Uh, he uh, cracks this guy's jaw off. And uh, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. the pol- police are like, hey, so do you know anything about this? So then they kind of become suspects of of a sort. And right. uh, but they kind of think that they're done and they go back on the road. And then Rusty Neal keeps a calling and things start mm-hmm. to escalate. That's pretty much all I can say. Things just go from bad yeah. to worse. Right. A no good, rotten, very bad 
joyride, right? It's yeah, there's no one joy thing in this another. ride. Not a bit there of is joy. no joy. The the title is very ironic, right? Yes, it's irony. Did you know that? Did there's you know your that? 90s irony, your cynicism, self-awareness there, right? Because yes. it's not joy. There's no joy right here, yeah. It's like the end of teaching Mrs. Tingle. Where she's like, yes. that is ironic. And she's like, well done. Well done. <laughs> Three people yes. got that reference. <laughs> the Padawan has surpassed the master. Yes. The... That, that's yeah fun, fun fact folks we were gonna cover uh teaching mrs tingle and maybe we still will at some point it just there's didn't still happen, time but, um there's still time for our camp series yeah, so we'll see yeah. if we get enough requests for it maybe we'll uh, if you like the sound of that we could provide it <laughs> yeah you we know. could provide it for a small nominal fee right <laughs> yes <laughs> um yeah, that was a good synopsis. Uh, so we're done. That's that's all, folks. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> tuning so, in. Yeah, so there's a ride and there's I mean, no joy. That's yeah, there's no joy. I mean, like, I have a bunch of notes here, but I'm like, where, like, I don't know. Like, the opening credits are really, like, fun and jittery and, like, sepia-toned. Mm. Like, that's really 2000s-esque. And, uh, yeah. and then I, like, I have this, like, conspiracy theory here, which not to, like, get all red string with you folks, but, like, Paul Walker throws out that plane ticket. And mm-hmm. what if that plane ticket was actually for flight 180 from Final Destination? <gasps> so, so, so the reason what? they're being like hunted down is because he cheated death. And Rusty Dale is just like this weird embodiment of death because it's all connected, bitches. It's the Marvel universe with Captain oh. America and Thor. <laughs> I kind of like that theory. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So this could be like Final Destination 6, really. It could be because uh, I, mean, I don't want to spoil Final Destination Five, but there's a twist there, and uh, this could definitely go on with that too. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Uh, also, happy 20th anniversary to Final Destination. Maybe we'll find it. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that, that one. Yeah, because I've yeah. actually watched it in quite a while. It's been a long time since I've watched one. those. Yeah. The only yeah. one I don't like yeah. is like. Four. I think four is the one I thought was. Yeah. Sure, but, yeah. yeah. Fan of that we one. can we can skip that one. Maybe we can do a yeah. a final destination, a thon at some point, and just oh uh, yeah, have a, have a drive. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Because there's only there's only five of them. Unlike yeah, like children children in the corn, where <laughs> we'd be like, going like all month. <laughs> there's like eighteen, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God, they just keep coming. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I do want to watch them all sometime. But... I sort of do. Yeah. Is, is that, yeah. Does that make me a bad person? <laughs> I, I I mean, we're all masochists in this era, right? It's. Uh... I'm really into pain, man. Give me some of that Children of the Corn 5. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in my veins. Yeah. If, What's the, if I'm really the bad, Isaac. Yeah. let me watch part eight. Yeah, yeah, give me some of that Isaac action. Yeah. Oh, God, that's crazy. Isaac's Ugh, he's like a little kid. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. Although I think they bring him back later, I think, and he's like an adult from what I understand. So I, Is I don't it know. Isaac's revenge or, or Isaac's return? It's, it's, it's like it's like 666 Isaac's yeah, something. I don't yeah. know. I666. So yeah, I like that. Isaac's eye exam. I don't know. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac goes to the grocery store. <laughs> today on Arthur, yeah. Today on Isaac. <laughs> Why is that not a children's book series? 
Oh, I would totally read that. <laughs> While he's like buying supplies to sacrifice to the the corn god and yeah. Man. Isaac gets a check up. <laughs> Isaac, Isaac goes to J- me- J.C. Penney's. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac meets the Stepford wives. I don't know. There's there's so many options here. You can go so many directions. Yeah. Isaac buys a Zaxby's franchise. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's endless. <laughs> Isaac gets a Costco card. <laughs> <laughs> never coming back from this <laughs> you no <laughs> you're not allowed to cut any of this by the way <laughs> oh god i'm actually crying oh, i'm god. actually crying from it's, this uh, oh this why the, didn't it go in that franchise direction? yeah this is... <laughs> yeah we have successfully found a way to sustain the franchise now <laughs> the franchise yes give us a call we have the answer <laughs> studios It'll cost you three dollars. Three dollars. That's that's all we ask for, which I think is very fair. Like that, uh, the first wife's cub, where she's like, "Oh, a whole dollar, fine, take it all." Oh God. Oh, that movie's wonderful. Okay, yeah. So, Joyride. The joyride. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, yeah. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Paul Walker, R.I.P. Uh, sets out for California. Uh, No, he sets out from California to Colorado. Mm -hmm. But first, he has to make a pit stop in Salt Lake City to pick up his black sheep brother Fuller, like you said. Which it's nice to see Steve Zahn in like an actual role. Usually, he's like a little character actor part. I like him a lot. This is a, a nice role for Paul Walker too, because he's kind of a a nice, clueless, pretty boy character, like, from Pleasantville, and I like him better in this than, like, she's all that when he's, like, a, a douche. Oh, he's yeah. awful in that. He's so mean. Yeah. And I can happily say that I have never seen a single Fast and the Furious film, but I've heard he's Me good in Me either. Those. I have not. Oh, yes. Okay, so somehow we have managed for 20 fucking years to not see one of those movies. It was difficult. I- Growing up I in the Midwest, that like it was some hard. Skill. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I had we to. We <laughs> should pat ourselves on the back for that. I had to avoid a lot of like barbecues and uh, <laughs> just it was it was a it was a tough thing sometimes. You know, it's uh, they were everywhere because it's always playing on TV and it, yeah, yes. it's, it's so congrats to us. So I guess I've seen like you, s- scenes. I don't know, like little clips, but not I guess an actual yeah, movie. Yeah. I always confuse it with like Riddick with uh, uh, what's his face. Not the Rock, but uh, uh, bald uh, guy. Uh, yeah, um, the other uh, Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Vin Diesel. Diesel thank yeah. you. He yeah, sounds like, a truck. like those yeah. action. Fr- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Uh, yeah, those action franchises. But yeah, uh, <gasps> maybe. What else? What else? Ooh, maybe he is Rusty Nail. Maybe we never. Maybe seen this him. is connected so to the Fast and the Furious movies. Ah, this this universe is just blowing up. See? It's, I love it. it it's, it's all connected, connected to Hashtag. everything. Yeah, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Marvel. (laughs) Yeah, this is a Marvel film before a Marvel. This is this is all all Marvel's fault. Yeah, (laughs) because they probably own this movie. I don't know who. What studio made this? Oh yeah, it's Fox. So don't. Is this on like Disney Plus yet or something? What is it? (laughs) Right. 
Yeah, because now it's, they probably own it. So it's a God, Disney film every, now. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that everything is just becoming this weird connected Disney. Uh, machine, Disney. But, I'm done fuck with Disney. Disney. Like, fuck God, I, that's a that's a whole thing in itself. But like, that is fuck them. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, it bothers me. I don't either. I would also note that Paul and Steve both have <laughs> the blonde highlights, which again, very 2000 with the like frosted tips there. Oh yeah, definitely. Then he gets the CV radio, like you said, which is also like, what the hell? Uh, I do like when movies revolve around outdated technology, though, like. The videotape in the ring. Well, like, here's the thing. Like, wouldn't it have made more sense for Paul to buy this car with the CB already in it? Like... I, you would think, you know, because he bought the old car, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it wouldn't be out of place for it to have just been in the car. I'm like, so they had to have an extra right. scene where they get the CB. I'm like, is, was that necessary? I That's a know. good point. It's weird. Excessive. Oh god! Oh god! Fuller has a line too that actually references chat rooms. You know, he's like, "Come on, man! Oh, you yeah. fucked with someone in the chat room before." And I'm like, "This is so 2000. I love it." 2001. Oh man, that takes me back. Yeah, but okay. Let's also discuss Lewis's girl voice. Is uh, it's it's not good. Uh, it's like he's it's, just like talking really I airy. All yeah. for that. Yeah. He's like, me neither. Hey, me neither. hey there, rusty nail. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's not good. like so. I guess we've established Rusty Nail is uh, a little stupid. I get, I, I don't know. I mean, or or queer, or queer. You know, oh, maybe I, so. I get the sense that he maybe. he might be okay with anyone like f- fucking anyone at this point. He um, might because just when be he gets to, hell. yeah, when he gets to the hotel initially, he doesn't uh, the motel. He doesn't seem like too pissed at first. Like it takes a second. Like he's like, yeah. are you this person? And so like maybe he's just looking for a good fuck regardless of. Yeah, you know, he's like, anything. I mean, I brought the lube. If- if you want to do yeah. i mean i don't know like i'm not really sure what they were talking about but it seemed like it was right. it was going okay for a second i don't know it was going okay yeah and i guess yeah. we should mention of course that he is voiced by ted levine of course of, yes of silence of, of the lambs fame yes put the lotion in the basket yeah so that kind of plays up the the queerness too because you know he's it's always gonna be really known creepy. for that role yeah it's like he's really scary in this like he's probably like the mvp of this entire film because without him oh, like sure you would have nothing right who else could do this like maybe brad Dorf, but that's about it like, yeah oh no that would be fun yeah yeah i could see that yeah that would be, That'd be fun. fucking yeah. awesome actually yeah and then they get to the the hotel motel whatever in wyoming which I have some questions about the geography in this movie. Like they're constantly like all over the place, but whatever. So yeah. I, I read that they're in Wyoming, ostensibly. And Fuller is like, you know, I told you I'd move the car if a cripple came, basically. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he pretends to be disabled, which is problematic, and uh, it serves no purpose. Oh, I forgot to the movie, about that. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that part. Oh, and then we get this like really like kind of prescient moment here at the hotel oh my counter God. where. This dude is yeah. such a this racist dude. douche. Yeah. A lot of, like, anti-Muslim xenophobia here. And this is came out again, he, like, right after 9-11. But, yeah. He is such a Karen. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, he, like this would have been, like, at the height English of all that. and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Um. So then they devise the mischievous madcap plan to lure Rusty Nail there. And, you know, he gets there and... um. Uh, things just go from bad to worse like you said you know um because the guy's yeah, like, jaw ends up broken off and yeah 
yeah, he's like in like a coma now and stuff. And but that's it's true. just like that's true. the prank altogether. Like at the time when I first wa- watched this, you know, I was I don't know, I, it's two thousand one. I was like twelve, I think, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is hilarious. This is so funny. And uh, and watching it now, I'm just like, ah, did y'all need to do this? I mean, how old are y'all? Like, grow up. <laughs> It's like, they're, this is such a waste of time. They're kind of the villains in this, you know? They they're, sort of are. I mean, especially if you read Rusty Nail as queer, then I have a tendency to be like, okay, well, like, if, if somebody was fucking with me, I would probably want to fuck with them right back. Maybe not to the yeah. degree that he does, but, like, it's yeah. a... It's a thing, you know? He was just... He's probably been driving all night, and then these two assholes are fucking with him, and I don't know. It just... uh they should have been a little more respectful and whatever, you know. Yeah. It, it's the, the straight white asshole guys, and I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I, I just thought, I mean, is this constructive, boys? Is it right, really? Right, You know, just get on there's the road good, and drive. Yeah, just just get back on the road. There's some good tension there where they're, like, listening at the wall. Um, oh, it, oh it, I think it, the, it's a, gr- a, gr- a great scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, what happened? Um, okay, the so they meet the local sheriff. Thing, yeah. The, yeah, and the sheriff is who is in Supernatural. He actually has a pretty big part in that. His name is Jim Beaver. Um, and conversely, that show is also about these two brothers who travel around the country. And he pretty much plays the same part in that as he does in this. Because he has that line that's like, oh. you punk-ass kids thought you'd have some fun. And like his character in Supernatural <laughs> is always saying shit like that. So a little typecast <laughs> there. So that's fun. So then, yeah, Fuller and Lewis are ordered to get the hell out of Dodge, which they do. And then they get in, they intercept another broadcast from Rusty Nail, where he's mm-hmm. like, you need to apologize. And nope. Do they? No. They just no, they do insult him apologize. even further. Because they discover that they're being tailed by Rusty Nail at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stop at a gas station to get filled up. They see an ice truck. And they think that that guy is Rusty Nail, but it turns out it's actually just a nice truck driver which hashtag oh. not all truck drivers right some truck drivers yeah. are nice like this guy yeah he's i um, I, I like him and i like that he looks scary to them because he has a ponytail and a mustache they're like oh no yeah. <laughs> like wait a stereotype there guys come on i feel really bad the ice man he yeah. cometh and he get killeth he cometh and then he goeth yes yeah <laughs> God, that God, oh my God! Yeah, everything is so like copacetic until that like motherfucking semi driver that just comes flying through the ice truck uh, and destroys it. It's nuts. Yeah. And then it's like so they drive away, and he gets them, and he like pushes them up against a tree, and like all mm-hmm. the gl- glass is like breaking, and it's like really dramatic and crazy. Yeah, and then they're like, yeah. "Okay, we're we're so, we're sorry." And then he just like lowers them down and is like, I was just playing with you. <laughs> and then he drives away and you're like, what the fuck is it? Like, is the movie over? Like what, what? And then they just yeah. get back on the road and go pick up, uh, Lily. Um, uh-huh. okay. And that's when we meet Charlotte, who is like the most worthless character. It's, she's just introduced like, to be to be abducted. Like, there's no other reason yeah, she's in this she movie. Yeah, nothing. God, like, she, get the fuck out, like, Charlotte. She's like her like roommate for next year or some shit, and um, yeah, she just drives up and drives off, and then like a few minutes later, Rusty Nail contacts them again, and you can 
hear her like crying in the background and then Lily's like, oh my God, it's Charlotte. We have to help. And mm-hmm. so then that mm-hmm. gets her in- involved. So now it's th- three of them. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then this, 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 this leads to, uh, the scene of the film, I I would say. The scene, yes. The scene yes. that makes this a, a very prominent film for gay men of a certain age, I would say. Um, I feel like everybody talked about the scene when it came out. Yeah, I remember definitely. this being a big thing. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it was. And this is a scene where Rusty Nail makes Lewis and Fuller strip completely nude and walk into a mm-hmm. truck stop cafe. And... Yeah. Uh, and so we we get to see Paul and Steve uh, completely naked, which uh, you know. Uh, let me paint you a little picture. Uh, picture mm-hmm. it, two thousand one. There was no easy way to get porn for kids like us, you know. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. like Kaza and LimeWire and stuff. I think they existed, but Kaza, like it took like oh my God. it took like fourteen months to download one MP MP. Yes, it did. You know, it did. So yes. imagine trying to download a video clip, and you know. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen. And so, and just like trying to search for it on Google was kind of tricky because there might be parental controls and stuff. And then you'd, you'd have to de- de- delete your browser history and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And there was always the risk of someone walking in, which was terrifying. So always, yes. I hate to sound like one of those people, but kids today really do not know the struggle. So it was a dark time for us simply wanting a sexual education and Joyride provideth. They did. They helped because you really didn't see stuff like this in like big mainstream movies at the time. And it – it's not just like a one second thing, folks. Like it goes on and on. Yeah. They're just walking through that whole diner and – Yeah. Yeah. Or rest and off it's or whatever well it is. Lit. And... It's just it's bro- yeah. broad daylight. It's very well lit, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's some, it's some, kind some... of weird that like we're, we're we're so puritanical in this country, and yeah, it's like in the seventies and eighties, um, and even into some of the nineties, like nudity and and sex were kind of commonplace in movies and i feel like by this point and certainly now it's so puritanical like they never show this kind of stuff in like a big mainstream film like some indie films do but mainstream films just don't um and i I always think that's rude (laughs) i do too yeah we talked about before how like you know when you go back to the 80s like the slashers like like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of nudity in those and then you watch some like the scream era stuff and it's like it's oh, it's totally not there unless it, unless, yeah. unless it's like disturbing behavior. But right, yeah, it's and uh, like the whole like uh, sort of basic instinct era too. Like there, there was a lot of that. You know, like the yeah. sort of erotic thriller boom. It was yeah, it was a weird kind of time period for that. Um, and yeah, like it, it's it is weird that we often think that we are a more progressive society now than we were, but in some ways we yeah. are less um, in terms of like things like that it's like we are more of a stickler now than we were back then about like nudity and certain other things so it's yeah it's, it's odd um yeah i i i don't i don't care for that no i don't either i don't either um uh but yeah yeah so um they're naked and uh, and then while they're in there uh lily is talking to rusty nail and he tells her that they're that that, that, that they have to uh 
meet him at like a certain spot in like a cornfield. And right. so they go there and uh and that's when she's ki- kidnapped. And yeah. so I love it's... a cornfield chase scene. I do too. I love a... I They're do creepy too. and really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess we should all... impressed by yeah. that scene. I do too, yeah. I guess we should also point out that uh that weird scene with uh Fuller like trying to hit on Venna. Like, oh right, yeah. Uh, which doesn't really ever come back again. I guess I heard no. it had to do something with the multiple endings and possible things with that. But it's a it's a weird plot point because it's like yeah. you know your brother likes her. You know, it's like why are yeah. you? It's like why are you being an asshole? This? Dude? It's weird. Yeah, 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 that's weird. Yeah, yeah. But then, like you said, like they, she gets abducted in the cornfield. Yeah, and I appreciate like how catty Rusty Nail is on the CV radio when he's like, "Meet me in room 17. If there's any way you could bring a bottle of pink champagne." Like he's just like living it up, uh, <laughs> provoking their asses, you know, and yeah. very like passive aggressive, which again very queer. And uh, so they hotwire a truck, right, and go to this final confrontation slash denouement mm-hmm. of the film. Um, and you know, further evidence that Rusty Nail is a pissed off queer person because he's just sitting around listening to like Brenda Lee from the sixties while he's tying up Venna. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I'm just so amused by this, this character. Uh, Cause he's, an, he's kind of another one like um, John Ryder where like, we don't really ever find anything about him, but um, no, which was a very big thing with these like road fillers, you know, because this, this one's kind of a combination of, uh, uh, duel with um, mm-hmm. the Hitcher because we do learn sure. a little bit more. Uh, like because in Duel you don't you don't see or hear anything, right? Like it's just Mm-mm. like the truck. Yeah. And then in the Hitcher you see the guy, you don't learn anything about his backstory. And this one, we hear him talk and we learn about his personality a little bit, I guess, but we don't actually see him except for like a brief shadowy glimpse at one point. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, the, you you can feel the like DNA of these films. Um, throughout the years definitely um, which is to say that we need another good road thriller i guess because we seem to get a good one like every 20 years or so so give me another yeah, i guess we're like, due for one thriller, huh? right do they have cell phones in this movie i don't remember them using cell phones i don't remember any major usage because they use a yeah, lot of like, rem- pay pay phones pay phones yeah yeah i'm like maybe this which was actually th- written like in like 93 or something and then they just probably you know, yeah i don't know because by 2001 like most people had everybody had one yeah. yeah it was kind yeah of thing. yeah um and then he has this big elaborate trap which i think most people usually remember about the movie o- outside of um paul walker's buns um yeah they <laughs> which are which are beautiful and so they are, are lovely um, steve's but yeah yes. both of the both of them they are, are both pretty qual- lovely quality yeah. buns quality buns yeah Nice yeah. assets, yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this on the other line? Dorothy Parker? <laughs> <laughs> more of a more of a, a Mae West type, really. Why don't you come over and have shimmy some time? Doing, doing some Mae West over here. West. Paul Walker and his buns. <laughs> his buns. That's delightful. Mm. 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 Yes. Oh, and all of our listeners over the age of 80 will understand that. So that's great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get some all like comments. Like, more of, of that, please. More of more of those yeah. <laughs> comments. Yeah. 
it is it is a thing. It's like which which audience do we play to sometimes, you know? It's I like know. do we want to play to the like the generation X or do we want to play to like the Gen Zers mm. or like the millennials? It's like because we can yeah. go a lot of different directions here and like yeah. I feel like both of us are pretty like well-rounded but like what do what do people want to hear, you know? Like what yeah. what where do you want to go with this? Yeah. I mean, uh, as I mentioned, I don't know anything about Lady Gaga, so if if you want right. that, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch Drag Race. It, I don't know about that either. So I, I'm kind I, of in the dark. I I, I do grudgingly, so at least can kind of talk <laughs> about it. But otherwise, I'm like, yeah. Um, uh, what? Okay, shotgun, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So she's <laughs> the, like the, the trap. So the trap. She's tied up with like really mm-hmm. painful like uh, tape. Like like she's like yeah. like her her whole body's like taped like a like a mummy. And uh, yes. and she's taped taped to a chair, and there is a shotgun like in front of her face, and it's tied like the trigger's tied to the doorknob, so that when someone opens the door, it's gonna blow off her head. And yeah. so there's there's like a few little bits where it's like, don't open the door, and it's kind of don't intense. Die. It's pretty good actually, very well cons- constructed. It's yeah, it's well done. I feel like there's a lot going on in that last like ten minutes that like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summing it up is even, like, kind of tricky to do because it's, like, it's a lot yeah. of, like, red herrings and, like, you think somebody's going to open the door and it's going to kill her, but then it doesn't. And then it happens yeah. again and it just keeps going. And then eventually she kind of saves herself, which I appreciate because she, like, yeah. pushes herself over so it doesn't kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So she, look, look at look at Lily. She don't need no man. She doesn't. She doesn't because she's got her poetry, you know. And when <laughs> you've got poetry. <laughs> her beat poetry, yes. Uh, <laughs> Joy ride <laughs> was a time in my life. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, snap. <laughs> Everybody get your snaps out. God. <laughs> it was like Um yeah, uh lots of happens, like we said, in this last little bit. Um I think it's pretty effective. They shot like four different endings. Uh uh I guess one of them's like a full like thirty minute different sequence oh it's nuts like it's like it's like the entire last chunk of the film is like totally yeah because this movie is only like 95 minutes so <laughs> yeah like they reach i went like they did re, re recycle some of the same stuff because it pretty much does yeah. end up at that at that same motel so they're like a lot of it's the same like she's still tied up in the chair and all yeah. of that stuff but then there's there just a few bits that are kind of different um yeah, and then, like, the last scene is totally different, because I think Rusty Nail does die in the original ending. Right. And I think they I Which, think they found Charlotte, like, way before they do in the theatrical version. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So, so she really had no point in the original ending. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating that nobody dies in this movie. Like, even the guy who gets his jaw ripped off, like, nobody oh, dies. I never like, thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, one wow. of the brothers should have died, personally, but. I think so, too. I think it should have been yeah. Steve, because it yeah. was his idea, and I think he should Yeah. That. I think so too, and for trying to like get with his brother's like yeah girlfriend. I get, although uh, yeah. in his defense, like Lily can be with whoever she wants to be. Obviously, you know Paul That's doesn't right. have any like yeah. right over her or anything, ownership over her. You course, don't own her. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so the last little scene there, I actually really really like because it kind of re- reminds me of Black 
Christmas a bit where it's like he's True. still out there and like you don't know like who he is or what he is or what's going on. This and... does have a lot of Black Christmas vibes in that way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so he's just going to stalk the next person, you know. Which apparently happens like in that. the directed DVD sequels, which I've never seen. I have not either. Because I maybe value someday my time. I'll dig them up. <laughs> yeah. I know that's the thing, right? I'm just not a. And yet I still like... want to watch all the Children of the Corn. So that's just I'm right. Just a I know hypocrite. It's... Then I don't know. <laughs> it yeah, we all have, we all have standards, right? Where we're like, well, this yeah. subgenre doesn't do much for me, so I'm only going to watch like the really good <laughs> stuff from this genre, or like other ones right. where it's like I'm going to watch all the shit from this genre because I love exactly like, this subgenre. So I think that's fair. You know, we all have our likes yeah. and yeah passions. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of like revving on. Yeah, I think you. Like... I think you channeled Rusty Nail. I think he's outside. I don't know what's happening. It's. I think it's my brother uh, working on a car. But anyway, it gives our podcast some <laughs> nice um, aesthetic, right? We've Ambient got noise here. Production values, <laughs> <laughs> right? We finally got that budget, right? <laughs> Candy cane. <laughs> Ted? 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 Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Ted. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I agree with you that like that. I like that there's some ambiguity in the ending here. Um, like I said, I wish somebody died because the stakes are kind of low at the end here. But then it is kind Sorry, of left yeah. open. And I think if they would have done a sequel, I'm sure somebody would have bitten the dust. And I, I do wish we would have gotten an actual like studio sequel to this because I think there is potential to do something kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, it's a shame. I but think hey, we got kind of grouped in with, yeah. I don't know. Like we might get like a gritty reboot soon. Who knows? It that's is true. Years old. That, you know. Now that that's you say super it, super old that, in Hollywood. That could time. totally in Hollywood. Yeah, that could totally happen. Yeah. Now that you say that, I I could be down for that uh, because yeah, they was... rebooted like the Hitcher. So like I could see them rebooting yeah. Joyride at some point. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. It's and, you never and maybe that maybe that was the problem. Like by two thousand, like this came out two thousand one, late two thousand one. So by two thousand three, they were everything was getting more like gross and uh mm. like the violence was up so maybe people were like oh joyride that was too tame so we want something a little more like crazy so maybe that's why they never did a maybe sequel. so i don't know yeah I don't know. well and maybe the sequels are gorier i don't know i would assume like being that's true. direct to video they're they they probably have like more sex and guts and stuff i would assume i, I yeah. don't know yeah i don't but know once again i haven't seen them so i can't judge yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Yeah, um, if I'm really pressed for something to watch. <laughs> something to watch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I haven't seen? Joyride 3.0. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Rusty Nail goes jo- to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta watch all those Isaac stories first, and then maybe I'll get around yeah. to Joyride 3. <laughs> he, he, he has a lot of stories to tell. I need to see what he has to say first. Isaac does Dallas, or Rusty Neal does Dallas. Yeah, I, I, could, I could be down for that. Uh, but it's... it's uh, you know, we're all over the place today, folks, but yeah, it, it's a solid little thriller. It's not a film that I have a ton to say about, other than the fact that it's mm-hmm. pretty solid and it holds up pretty well. Um, it's good. It doesn't have, you like, should watch it. Yeah, I can't do a whole like queer reading in this film. I'm sure I could, but it's like it's not like no. the Hitcher where I have a ton to say w- about that. So it's like with this one, it's just yeah. like it's good. Like I don't have much to say. Yeah. Like it's, it's really pretty much it's like solid the gayest part of this is the nude scene. That's pretty much yeah. the biggest 
gay interest. Yeah, or like, <laughs> like maybe a little bit with Rusty Nail. Like, is he yeah. is he still into them, knowing that they're guys, or is he still just? I, yeah, it's a hard thing I mean, to read. He but could yeah, be. Um, I've heard. I guess you could make some argument that like maybe uh, Fuller is repressed, and but like he's hitting on his brother's girlfriend yeah, slash wannabe girlfriend. So I think that I don't know. If quite add up. up. So whatever. I mean, it it. But you know, as a thriller, it's a uh, pretty effective here and. Um, it was fun to go back and revisit it because it's been a while for me too. And I think you said that it'd been a while for you on this one. Yeah, so it, was, it was fun. I think I think I rewatched it in college with a friend of mine, and that was probably the last time. But even that was like yeah. ten years ago. So <laughs> I think bit. the last time I watched it, I wasn't as big on it. So mm-hmm. this time around, I was like, I'm kind of back to being like, okay, I really like this again. So it's one of those yeah, movies kinda, for me. Kind of weird how it kind of goes sort back and forth a little bit, ebb and flow a bit. Yeah. I think I really like the first two thirds of it, and then the last third doesn't totally sell it for me. But I do like where it goes ultimately with the ambiguity at the end. So yeah, I really like the last scene a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Charlotte is completely unnecessary. Fucking Charlotte. I mean, go home, Charlotte. You're you're right. drunk. <laughs> yeah, go go. We. <laughs> That's so There's Charlotte. No point. Yeah. <laughs> God, Charlotte, come on, girl. <laughs> Although, you know, if Charlotte. they rebooted this, you know what they'd probably fucking do? It'd be like a, a child's play reboot thing where it'd just be like a smart car that's like chasing them down the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking MacGyver up in here. like Or not MacGyver, uh, Knight Rider. Like, oh, God. Candy Kane, I see you. <laughs> Would you want to meet me at hotel? Like, what? I'm like, I'm like no, that's stupid. Like... <laughs> My circuit's burned for you. <laughs> it is me, Rusty Nail. How are you? Like, oh my god, that would be fucking terrible. Oh god, oh, no. Like the, this is like Short Circuit. You remember that movie? Oh, Johnny Five, yeah. Alive. Yeah. Oh, shit. Someone is taking notes right now. You just know it. Yes. Yeah. One of you fuckers is trying to p- p- pitch this. <laughs> Profit off of our brilliant ideas. <laughs> Just don't you come for Isaac goes to Costco. Damn it. Yes. That is ours. That is ours. That is our child. <laughs> that might have to Damn be the name of the episode, to be honest. <laughs> Isaac goes to Costco. Like, I like how some of our... I know. Have to do with joy the... ride? <laughs> some of our titles are like so descript and some of them are just like completely fucking random I'm like okay oh god <laughs> well you have to listen oh, to find out folks yeah you do we are a puzzle yeah. of a show <laughs> a, a, a mystery wrapped in a riddle surrounded by enigma yeah top with some bacon oh god yeah top with some mm. Mm. Oh, that sounds good man. I'm gonna make some bacon after this we get done with this I know mm. that does sound good we, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> wrap this up because, uh, well, A, there's, like, Carmageddon going outside of my house right now. And, uh, um, uh, Rusty Nail is coming for you. It's, he's, uh, maybe, ooh, now, now, now I'm a scurred. This um, is horrifying. Oh, he's got Charlotte. Oh, no. He's got... <laughs> run, Charlotte, run. Run, Charlotte, run. <laughs> hush, Charlotte, hush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. <laughs> hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Do we have some overlooked gems today, Chris? You know what? Yes. Um, mine is called Shallow Grave. It's it's not the one uh, from the 90s with um, 
Ewan McGregor. It's from 87, and it's never been on DVD, but I think it's on Prime now, maybe, or it was. I don't know. Uh, But it's about a few girl girlfriends who uh, head out on a road trip during, like, spring break or some kind of school break, and Mm -hmm. uh, they encounter a man having sex with a woman in in the woods, and they are spying, and then he kills her. And it turns out he's a policeman, so now no one is going to believe them, and he goes after them. It's re- really good. Um, it gets off to kind of a bumpy, a bumpy start, um, but it's very Hitchcock-cocky in at times, and it's uh, very sus- suspenseful and very dark, very, very dark. Um, and I hope someone, like, maybe vinegar syndrome can put it out on blu-ray at some point because it's it's very good um i think it's worth your time mine is needful things good yeah oh yeah yeah. um yeah mine's yeah it's a 1993 stephen king adaptation it's usually like really far down the list on for people on these like stephen king adaptations Mm -hmm. and i revisited a couple days ago and i just found it very charming um it's a little the runtime is a bit bloated but it has a really nice, like, kind of campy, manic energy throughout. Like, it feels like a really long episode of Tales from the Crypt, and I'm always down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just to, you know, give people an overview, you know, it's like it's a creepy older man named Leland Gaunt, played by Max von Sydow. Um, that's how you pronounce his last name, right? I think so. Sido, Sido, we'll I don't know. Sido, Sido, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> He's like he moves Swedish, to a small I don't know. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, so he moves to a small town in Maine, like every Stephen King story, right? And he sets up an antique shop, uh, and bad things just follow because everyone who goes to his store sees something that they really like, but there's always a uh, price, and they have to go perform some kind of favor for Gaunt. And it everything just it, it goes so out of control because by the end of the movie, they're all performing these big, giant, elaborate pranks and practical jokes on each other, and some of them just go really fucking crazy. And uh, again, it's very Tales from the Crypty, and, and I, I really like it, and... It has that kind of small town with dark secret vibe that I like and really idiosyncratic and yeah, it's good. And uh, Max is like life goals because he's just like fucking up with all these heterosexual people in the town and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen that one yeah. in a while. I I want to say there was a TV cut that's like really long. It's like a, like a three hour long thing. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. So yeah, I saw out. the one I saw was like two hours and that was long enough. So... Um, wow. Yeah, it was it, it was a good time. Um, cool. Alrighty. And um, all the ambient noise has died down in my house just as we're ending up the um, episode, which is convenient, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for uh, bearing with us today, folks. <laughs> yeah. It was a journey. Um, and uh, we have two more weeks of this road horror stuff, cruising month. So mm-hmm. we're excited to tell you what's coming up next year. So make sure you follow us like usual on our Instagram, which is homos on haunted Hill, and our Facebook and Twitter at H O H H podcast. And you know, if you feel like it, like I said in the previous episode, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, but be nice, please. Um, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, because you know, we're just doing it for fun and, uh, hopefully you guys are having fun too. Um, and like yeah. I said, feel free to always send us messages and, say like i like this or even like criticism i don't i don't really care you know it's it's yeah. nice to just hear from people sometimes to be like I, I wish you could do a little more of this or a little more of that or 
Um, maybe don't talk about um, Isaac and Arthur for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> or trying maybe to keep make doing Children that. of the Corn happen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we love to hear from people. And um, thanks for people who have reached out so far and posted on social media. And um, it's been... It's been a fun couple months here, and uh, we're going to keep on chucking mm-hmm. through here and having fun. Yes, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening. So I guess that wraps it up for today. You know, uh, hit the road, Jack, and uh, don't come back, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>